You're listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast episode six. Welcome to the Zero Lives Left podcast. What is it you have always wanted to do? Are you stuck going around in circles? Sound familiar? Maybe you have always wanted to start a business. Maybe there's a particular career path you've wanted to follow. Each episode, we bring you an inspiring insight from someone who has done it, how they did it, along with actionable tips on how you can make it happen. Now, here's your host, Wayne Denner. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. We have a great episode lined up for you. We're going to be chatting to Niall Toner, Senior Digital Marketing Executive from the Tomorrow Lab in Belfast. Niall is going to be sharing his insight and thoughts for those people who are interested in getting a career in digital marketing. We're also going to be talking about digital marketing for small, medium enterprises. How can a small business get more from digital marketing? Don't forget if you've got any questions or comments or topics that you think we should cover on the show, please do drop me an email to podcast at waynedenner.com. You can also send me a tweet to at waynedenner. Thank you so much to those people who have rated and reviewed this podcast on iTunes. If you're listening on iTunes, make sure you hit subscribe. And if you're listening over on Stitcher, make sure you hit subscribe over there. Okay, let's not waste any more time and get right into the interview with Niall. The marketing landscape has been going through a sea of change over the past five to ten years with more and more businesses seeking ways to use the internet and social media to reach new customers. This change has also opened up a whole variety of new career paths which didn't exist, say, 10 years ago. It's interesting, but a few weeks ago, I was up in the North Coast uh, in Coleraine taking part in the Causeway Enterprise Centre STEM Roadshow. The workshop which I was involved in on the day was getting primary school children to think about careers in technology. We did a brainstorming session on the day and took a look at some jobs which didn't exist 10 years ago. For example, professional YouTuber, Instagrammer, blogger, social media manager, app developer or digital marketeer. These are jobs which didn't exist 10 years ago and as a result of the boom in technology and the internet and social media platforms such as Facebook and Twitter, these jobs have now become available. Joining me on the show today, we have digital marketeer Niall Toner from the Tomorrow Lab in Belfast, who has kindly taken time out of an unbelievably busy schedule to give us an insight on how he got into digital, into his career path, and how businesses can use digital marketing more effectively. Niall, thanks so much for taking time out to join us on the Zero Lives Left podcast. No worries, Wayne. Good to be involved. Good man. Listen, we're going to kick into some questions here because I, I really want to get a sort of inside your head in, re- in relation to how you got started on the digital marketing career path and really sort of what advice you would give students, graduates, young people today, maybe thinking about a career in digital marketing. And then towards the tail end, we're going to have a look at how businesses can use digital platforms more effectively. So you're working as a senior digital marketing executive uh, with Belfast-based The Tomorrow Lab. What sort of things do you get involved with within the digital marketing space on a daily basis? Uh, well, primarily on a daily basis, it's it's content, Wayne. Um, writing blogs for clients, blogs for ourselves, um, even blogs you know, for, for myself and my own food blog. Um, so a lot of content um, and a lot of focus on SEO. So you know, looking at the 
the link profile of a client's site and, and just sort of generally keeping you know keeping the grips with the links that are pointing to and from their site um, and sort of getting really dug into to some of the more technical SEO stuff um, my, I suppose my strength would lie in, in the content side of things so, so I do tend to steer and develop quite a lot of our content strategies um, you know a typical day for me would be coming in at, at 9.30 we're pretty flexible here, so I come in at nine thirty to to avoid the the car park that is the M one. Yeah. Um. So so I come in at nine thirty and I'll sit and I'll uh, take a take a wee bit of a read around the web to see what's what's happening and, and what what's coming along in terms of the next big thing in digital and taking you know, a half an hour maybe to an hour and take take a wee read about that and then I'll t- generally get, get stuck into to my daily tasks which would be writing content for clients, um, taking a look at their, their Google Analytics and, and, and creating reports. Um, and I mean, analytics to a lot of people might seem dull and boring and you're looking through numbers and things like that. But in terms of digital marketing, it, it's gold dust. You know, to see how people are using your site, uh, to see where people are coming from, to see what pages work well, what pages don't work well, you know, where people are leaving the site, why are people not buying from you. Um, so analytics is, is a key part of, of what I do as well on a, on a, on a daily basis. Um, I'm also involved with social media, both for our, our own channels here at the Tomorrow Lab, primarily Twitter is what we use, um, and then also social media channels for, for some of our clients, um, including uh, at the minute we, we do social media for, for Budweiser, NI, which, is, which is quite an exciting one uh, Last week we were doing a video for the Super Bowl, which involved getting the Belfast Trojans American football team to to bounce about and do a few things. So that was quite interesting to show how you know social media can you know it's much more than just typing things onto the computer. You're writing about and you're doing things and you're getting people involved on the street and then you're bringing it online. Um, I'd also look at um, pay per click, so Google AdWords campaigns and things like that. Um, not as heavy on that as I would do in, uh, as, as I would be involved with content marketing and blogging. Um, and probably the bulk of my week is is looking at things like blogger outreach tactics and, and sort of building relationships with with bloggers, with websites, um, with other online channels for clients that we can start to work with them um, to to build, I suppose, some some link value for clients and some some value for ourselves as well, but primarily the sort of things I'm involved with in the digital marketing space, which are of our content, blogging, SEO, analytics, and I suppose link analysis, but a wee bit of social media and, and, and a bit of AdWords. And, and as we know now, content is very very important when it comes to social media i mean it's it's all about getting your content out there um, and yeah. sometimes it's not easy to create content i mean was this something that you were always interested in in terms of a career path um you know was a career in marketing something that you always wanted to get into um or did you just sort of get interested in technology the online space and was it something that evolved from 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 that approach well i mean for me probably for like most young fellas growing up in in Northern Ireland, kicking a ball around the streets, I wanted to become a footballer, but yeah. quickly quickly realised that was never going to happen. Um, and then in school, I, I was really interested in numbers, loved maths, and um, initially I wanted to be an accountant. And really, as exciting as that sounds, um, you know, accountancy is, is where I wanted to go. Um, but sort of, I suppose, in, in my latter years at school, 
I started to get a bit interested in, in marketing, more through business studies, and get really interested in, in business studies and GCSE and A-levels, and um, I'm doing a computer course in school as well, and that actually led me on to doing computer science, uh, which I did for two years at Queen's, and um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people love computer science, but it just wasn't for me. So I sort of decided then I, I can either stay on this path and go into a career that probably won't interest me, or else I can um, do something that I want to do for the rest of my life. So, so I took a look about and seen what was out there, and I, I sort of applied them for business studies and marketing at the University of Ulster. Um, the marketing, of course, really sort of struck a chord with me because there seemed to be so much you could do off the back of it. So I went and did marketing for, for four years at the University of Ulster. That included a year on placement with um, Lion Bailey International, who are an advertising agency in Belfast. And that was probably a real turning point for me that made me realize, right, this is the industry for me, particularly digital marketing. Um, because at that stage, it was all relatively new in terms of online marketing, especially here in Northern Ireland. Um, and we were getting into things like you know Google AdWords, LinkedIn was just coming on board. You know, Facebook wasn't even really about them. You know, people were using Bebo. Yeah. Facebook, you know, there was no such there was no such thing as Twitter. Facebook was just sort of going, but it wasn't being used in, in Northern Ireland. Probably very rarely being used in the UK. So those channels were just developing at that stage. And I mean, I'm talking, you know, maybe seven years ago. So it sort of gives you an idea of how things have come. But I was just interested in how people use the internet then. You know, how, how companies use Google to try and acquire customers. And, I mean, it's totally different to what they do now. You know, back then, a, a blog and a content strategy wouldn't have been seen as a big thing. But today, it's, you know, it's, it's one of the central points to any strategy. So, for me, marketing wasn't the, the number one thing that I wanted to do. But as I got older, um, I sort of, you know, did a bit of research myself on, in, into what you can get out of it. It became the area that I wanted to work in, and, and you know, as, as you sort of get into certain areas, you find a niche that that sort of really tickles your fancy. And, and for me, that was digital marketing. And now, as I'm in digital marketing, I'm finding there's certain areas of it that, that really appeal to me. Um, and I'm sure as, as my career progresses, I'll maybe focus in a couple of areas specifically within digital marketing. Yeah, I mean, you you mentioned uh, you know our, our previous guests on the show focused on the whole aspect of you know education being really really important, and I think when it comes to digital, uh, as you know, you know you, you're constantly learning all the time. I mean, you know, you, you alluded to there, you know, it, it's changing all the time, it's evolving, and there's new platforms coming on, and um, there's 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 new ways to do stuff, there's new techniques, and um, Google's changing its algorithm all the time in terms of you know how it picks up content. I mean. Anyone within a with a with a looking to seek a career in this space, you know, really needs to think that you know you're not, once you leave university, you're not going to be done learning. Um, how important has learning been for you? I mean, you mentioned it at the start there that you know when you come in every day, you're constantly looking at what's happening out there. You're researching other blogs to see what's happening online. Um, you'd agree probably that education is, is is very very important. You need to be constantly developing. Oh yeah, certainly. I mean, education would be the biggest thing for me. I I would say in the last probably two years, I've learned more than I've learned throughout university and after that. You know, it's it really is. University gives you the platform to sort of acquire the basic skills and understanding. But after that, it's you know, it's, it's how you apply those. You know, in, in your in your daily job and and in digital marketing in particular, you're never done learning. You know, the day you decide, oh, I don't need to learn anything else, is the day you'll be left behind. 
So, um, I mean, yeah, like, like every day it starts for me checking the web and like I have a, a Feedly account set up that just picks up the latest news articles from the, the websites that interest me. Um, and I take a scan through that to find a couple of articles that interest me. Um, and, you know, throughout the day you'll see different things being shared on Twitter and on different forums and things like that there and you'll just sort of tap into them and take a quick read just to stay on top of things. I mean, as you, you touch there on Google, constantly updating the algorithm and, and in my job, you know, that, that's one of the biggest things is you, you need to be on top of these things to, to let your client know what they need to be doing and, um, you know, how they need to be progressing with their site. So, um, I, I mean, for me, education is, is vitally important and, and I mean, you are... Uh, one of the factors in my education, when I when I when I sort of took the leap from just having a marketing degree to, to actually getting 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 the sleeves rolled up and get dug into digital marketing, um, when you took the course with the marketers form in Belfast, so that was um, just a, it, it was good to see that there are now courses like that becoming available in Northern Ireland, um, and I mean education particularly in Northern Ireland is something that needs to continue to improve for digital marketing and, and I mean from what I can see and, and from the amount of people that are starting to get into the industry it, it's certainly going up but I mean definitely anyone who's who's considering a career in digital marketing or anyone who wants to look at working in social media for the rest of their life you know it, it is all, education is, is, is crucial and continuing to learn and taking the time to read things I mean I would advise anyone who is involved with running a website, with managing an e-commerce site for, you know, a client or for their own company, you know, to you know to take 20, 30 minutes out of their day and sort of scroll the web and find a couple of websites that give you the right information and just you know take a read, take it in. You can never learn enough. You really can't. Yeah, I mean that, it's it's so true, and I'm, I'm glad you're 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 hinging on the whole point that you know the education is really really important. We had Connor Devine on a previous episode, and Connor said he really only started uh, learning when he left university. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought yeah. you know it's so true. You know you get a you get a you do get a, a somewhat of a foundation when you're there, but especially in the digital space, as, as you know very very well, it's changing rapidly. And in order for your career to progress, you need to be constantly evolving and changing with it. And uh, I'm a big fan that information changes situations. And there is so much information out there. There's some wonderful you know, people who are blogging on, on a whole host of different topics. I know you've got your own blog going right now, yeah. and I've been yeah. sort of tapping into yeah. that as well. And yeah, I, I, think, I think one of the things as well that, that I sort of forgot to, to touch on the room was... Um, you know, blogging is a big thing and, and, you know, try to take a look at who the big influencers are in your sector and, and what they're writing about in terms of blog. But also conferences, you know, there are so many conferences now popping up with great speakers and, you know, some great ones in Dublin and, and it's a lonely amount of time before there's a couple of really, really, really good, you know, potentially international quality conferences here in Northern Ireland. And, I mean, I've been to a few conferences over in, in the UK, um, I go to Brighton SEO and, and Sascon, a digital conference in Manchester. And, I mean, the stuff you learn from, I mean, these are the experts in the industry. The, the stuff you learn from them is just valuable. So, as you know, it's just, it's, you know, money can't buy that sort of that sort of knowledge, you know, that those guys are passing on. So, conferences are a big thing. You know, once you're, once you're sort of out of university and you're in, in a career that you're enjoying and you want to progress, you know, keep an eye out for conferences that are coming up, free conferences, paid conferences, take a look at the speakers, take a look at who they work for, 
you know, take a look at what they're doing online and, you know, make sure you map out because I want to go and see those guys talk because I'm going to learn something. You're right, and um, I, I was talking to a couple of weeks ago your your former work uh, comrade uh, Barry Adams. Um, mm-hmm. we, we we'd met in Belfast, and we were just shooting the breeze over a coffee, and we, we were saying we were talking about events, and we were, he was saying the exact same thing that you were saying that you know, you know, hopefully now in the next twelve months we're going to start to see some really really good conferences in Belfast. Obviously, Barry goes to a lot of conferences in Dublin. He mentioned a few to me over the water in England, and uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, getting out and hearing people's take on the aspect of digital that they're working in is very, very important. And of course, there is lots of free events on around the place. I mean, we have Digital DNA that runs some stuff around the place. Um, I know there's a digital exchange up there in Belfast, Neve mm-hmm. McElhatton, and those guys sort of run regular meetups, Andy Hill. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff out there that people who are at university today um, can actually go and avail of. Yeah, we're even actually starting up a, a few ourselves. We ain't at the minute here from the Tomorrow Lab, so... I noticed that. Tell yeah. us about that. Uh, well, it's called uh, it's Tomorrow Lab, the Tomorrow Lab Presents, um, and it's basically it's evolved from what we did in the past was held a digital breakfast seminar for clients where we would have got them in once every couple of months and sort of sat around the table, very informal, you know, bacon baths were always a, a good thing to, to get people in, and, and we just sort of chatted, you know, about trends in the digital industry and, you know, give pointers and advice for people, you know, to get the most out of their website and things like that. Um, and we sort of evolved that and took it to the next level by holding regular events in Belfast City Centre. So uh, we did our first one before Christmas, which was just looking at where the online space was in 2014 and, and key trends to look out for in 2015. Um, and now we're developing that now with our second talk, which is in the Black Box on Wednesday the 18th of February. And it's going to be the talk that's going to be given by our, our senior web developer, Derek Johnson. Um, and he's going to look at you know what makes a successful website in, in 2015. So, you know what you need to be doing with your website, particularly with you know, in, in, in relation to mobile and things like that. So, so this is just a series of, of talks that we're sort of starting out on, um, and, and the plan is to evolve them and to start to get expert speakers on board and things like that. Uh, and they're totally free and open to the public, um, and you can just go to Eventbrite and, and sign up there off, off our page. So yeah, we're good feedback so far from the first first one that we ran and, and, and good interest in this second one here so you know, we'll be you know we can, we can grow and evolve that into another you know free digital talk um, in, in Northern Ireland that people can avail of, of sort of expert speakers and, and the knowledge that guys who are involved in this stuff on a daily basis can provide that's brilliant I'm hopefully going to make it up to maybe one of those actually because I'd like to hear that one on the 18th of February tickets are still available Tickets still available, yeah. So you, you can go through our site and there's a blog post on it that will give you information there. Or if you go to Eventbrite, um, you, you can get your ticket there. So yeah, there's still some available. Um, and there'll be pizza there, which is always a, which is always a good thing. People tend to love pizza. They do, I actually. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a fan of pizza myself, so that, that would definitely entice me along. <laughs> Listen, um, what advice would you give for students graduating in 2015 seeking to develop a career within digital marketing? Obviously, you know, some students that I've spoke to in the past said that within their courses at university, digital really isn't a core component yet. Obviously, you know, schools and colleges are looking to tweak their their, their, their courses but it takes some time to implement change um, and a lot of people then gravitate towards obviously the Belfast Academy of Marketing um, they go to the Digital Marketing Institute or other organisations to give them that digital marketing qualifications but I mean will, will 
divert off the question slightly here because you know the qualification is only part of the element you can go and you can do the qualification but it doesn't mean that you're going to be you know that skilled in in the digital area that you want to move into so therefore on the job training and and you know trying to develop yourself as a as a your skill set in digital is very very important what advice would you give to those students who may be thinking about a career in digital I suppose the big thing is try to get experience and I mean as someone who graduated and, and took got the guts of 12, 18 months to get a job because I didn't have the experience it's you know it is key and, and even I mean it's never maybe a nice thing to work for free but if you can get experience in a, in a company who needs someone to you know manage their social media accounts or who needs someone to maybe write some blogs or who needs someone to manage their website even if it's for two or three months just to get in there and to see how it all works that ex- that experience is invaluable when it comes to you know applying for for other roles that maybe are looking for someone with you know a year's experience of managing these sorts of things probably one of the biggest things that i'm sort of looking back now that i wish i had been doing when i started uni because you know it could probably be worth a fortune off the back of it <laughs> is blogging you know i would i would really advise anyone who has a keen interest in digital marketing to start blogging you know start blogging when you're you know, leaving school, start blogging when you start in university. Find something that you're interested in. You know, if you can go to a potential employer and say, by the way, I have this blog here and I post content to it two or three times a week. I have this many followers on Twitter off the back of that blog. These are the amount of people that come to my to my blog every month. You know, that sort of stuff is, is yeah. gold dust and it really gets you known in your own blog or your own site, but it gets you into the nitty gritty as well of analytics and starting to understand how a website works, starting to introduce you to the importance of SEO and title tags, the importance of having the page structured in the right way and things like that. Um, you know, for me, if I was setting a, a marketing course for a university student now, I would make sure digital marketing was key to that there. And I would, on the first day, show everyone how to set up their own blog. You know, you can set up a blog in two minutes and get people writing about stuff that interests them and just make that part of it. The whole process from through university, you're constantly writing. Then you can go to once you finish your degree and you're going to looking for a job, you're walking out with four years' experience of blogging. But, you know, and, and I mean, for me, that would be valuable. Um, and the last thing would be, you know, start to get contacts. So start to, to show your face in some of these free talks. You know, use LinkedIn to connect with people within the industry, and just really, you know, start to, to see if you can get contacts even during the summertime when things have got there when you're off. See if you can go in and get a couple of months' work experience with. With an agency or with a you know with a big company or with a, with, a, with a client or someone who maybe has an online requirement and a need for someone to just sort of help out because there's never enough hours in the day to do stuff online so there will be people looking to help you know there will be companies out there looking to help and take people on on a voluntary basis and you know to take people on and, and, and see how they, they perform so try and get the experience some way even through voluntary work get blogging get writing get get into the nitty gritty of, of, of digital marketing. And start to you know to get some contacts. Start start to get people who can see stuff you're doing and share stuff with people on Twitter and things like that. And they might point in the right direction and an opportunity comes up as well. I think those are great. Those are great bits of advice. I mean, obviously, you know, I have my book out now which looks at online reputation from a student's and graduate's point of view. And and there's a core component within the book is getting people to think about creating their own content. Content is really, really important. And as you say, the more content that you're creating, whether it's on a blog, whether it's through social media channels, whether it's on LinkedIn posts or whatever it is, the more visible you're going to become, 
to potential employers. So you're actually being proactive ahead of you leaving university. And, you know, even when I look back now, when I was going through university, you know, those are things that, you know, the Internet was very much in its early stages. But, you know, I would have or should have been doing a lot more of. But it's increasingly becoming very, very important. And everybody now has an audience that they can potentially market to. So if you're interested in getting into a particular career path, whatever that may be, getting a blog up and running is a really, really good bit of advice. Moving on, I mean, how important has digital marketing become for small, medium enterprises in Northern Ireland? I mean, what are some of the things that they need to think about? You know, there's a lot of businesses out there, you know, that maybe have dabbled with it in the past, maybe have a bit of a website up there, you know, maybe are doing a little bit of social media. Obviously, there's lots of social media things happening right now. You were in it last night, the Belfast R. Twitter chat has completely exploded now where a lot of businesses are are coming to the Twitter cocktail party Um, and as you know it's an incredibly noisy space out there Um, how can businesses really think about you know getting more involved with their digital marketing for their business and what things should they be thinking about Uh, I mean I think with Northern Ireland in particular we're still probably just tip of the iceberg you know there's so much there that's been untapped from SMEs you know a, a lot of people a lot of small companies are still very traditional and they still think that, you know, their customer is is in their town, is at the end of their street. But really, you know, there's no reason why you can't be selling to someone in Australia or America. You know, it's a whole education thing, I think, with with a lot of traditional companies, and particularly family-run companies, that, that maybe don't want to take the risk of, of going online. But um, And this sort of come up in, in one of our, our, our forums that we hold here in the Tomorrow Lab. We hold an e-commerce forum very, very with, with clients uh, where we talk about challenges they have online. And uh, one of our clients pointed out, and I mean, you know, I just thought that this was hit the nail on the head. He said, you know, a lot of companies would have no problem putting one, two thousand pounds into a, a magazine ad or a, you know, a trade press ad and, and not maybe, you know, giving it a couple of months to try and get a bit of a return from that there and maybe not even really understanding if they've got their turn from it, I don't know where to calculate from that, but they're going to invest a couple hundred pounds on their Facebook or Twitter or Google AdWords or something like that, and if they don't get the return within the week, then they'll stop using those channels. So, I mean, I think for Northern Ireland, there's still a real need for education, and the value, probably the biggest thing, the value of digital marketing and the value it can bring. Um, in terms of strategies and, and you know what to look for, I mean, you know, for me, it's all about the content and, and getting the personality behind it. You know, I mean, in, within Northern Ireland, we have some great characters, and every every SME probably has its own character within the, the company. You know, and, and sort of you know getting getting your identity out there and starting to starting to really get yourself noticed um, across different channels. You know, set away. You know, if, if it is a case of selling something online, you know, it's all well and good getting a website up there, but you don't just want to put a website up there for the sake of it and just leave a website there. You need to have a strategy in place to regularly have content coming up to it, to have a blog there, to have an end goal. I want someone to come to this site. I want them to read about our product or service, and I want them to get in touch. And you need to make that as simple as possible for them. I mean, social media channels are great, and, and that's probably the one big thing that SMEs in Northern Ireland do. You know, a lot of people will have a Facebook page. You know, people might have a Twitter presence. Some might use Pinterest, Instagram, things like that. The other might use YouTube for videos. You know, they do use the social aspect and, and, and use it quite well. But a lot of people I find are just using it for the sake of using it. You know, how everyone's using Facebook, let's be there. There needs to be a reason for it all. So, again, I'll I go back to the whole education side of it where 
the biggest thing for SMEs is, is to think of of their online presence as they would their offline presence. You know, and what do they want from it? You know, and, and pick the channels that really work well for them. Uh, and for me, it would be looking at your social media channels and what you're getting from them, and, and testing them, and testing content on them, and things like that. Getting your website up and running, and really focusing in on what you provide, and building pages around what you provide, and optimizing those pages. You're getting somebody can optimize those pages for search, particularly local search, and um, which is which is you know with Google updates that are coming up in Pigeon last year in the US, and Pigeon I think it's been updated in the UK now. You know, local is going to be such a big thing. You know, if you have a pizza shop for example in Warren Point uh, someone's looking for pizza on their mobile phone as people will do nowadays you know they're maybe not from the area but they're driving through you want them to stop at your shop you want a local presence I think Google and search engines are working to help SMEs um, with the sort of the, the, the influence that local is now going to have digital marketing is going to become so important for SMEs that want to sell online that want to be involved online and education is still crucial there so what, what sort of trends uh, do you see taking place over the next 12 months in the digital space? I mean, mobile marketing obviously is becoming increasingly important. You alluded to it there where if somebody's looking for a pizza, for example, and they're in Warm Point or they're in Warm Point for the weekend, for example, and they pull out their smartphone um, and they type in pizza, you know, what sort of trends are you seeing happening? Obviously, the mobile aspect of it is becoming increasingly important. You know, a lot of people now need to be thinking about their mobile offering. You know, the term I heard recently, you, you need to be marketing to people in a stream economy. So, you know, everyone's using their mobile phone now, their smartphone to access content. What do you see happening over the next 12 months in digital? Well, I mean, I, I think mobile is definitely going to be a big thing, man. Um, I did a bit of research there recently looking at some of our analytic accounts from, for some clients. And, you know, we're sitting at about... 2014, sort of 25-30% of those clients now have more traffic coming to their site from a mobile device than a desktop. And I mean, that I think that, that I'll do the same report at the end of this year, and I would expect that to be hitting around 90%. You know, I, I think 2015 is going to be the year where mobile traffic, tablet traffic, takes over your desktop. Mm. Um, and, and I mean, the particular thing there is, you know, Google are going to release their update this year for Google-friendly content, and if, if your site isn't responsive or doesn't deliver a good experience in a mobile phone, you know, you're going to you're going to happy about that, and that's probably a thing that a lot of people who have maybe set up sites years ago and just left them there because they're working quite well, and they get people to the site and they convert them and things like that. You know, once people start using a mobile phone now, and, and as it is increasing, and, and with the Google update coming, you know, if your phone doesn't work and deliver a good experience on mobile, you're quickly going to find your rankings dropping there. And as the numbers continue to go up for a mobile phone, you know, that's a huge customer base that you're going to miss out on. Um, and it, I mean, it's not just mobile phones. You know, wearable tech is going to become huge. And even Windows, you know, you know what they showed recently what, what can be done, you know, the potential that can be done. You know, people engaging with content is going to come, it's, it's going to just go from, you know, on your computer screen to your mobile phone to your kitchen table. You know, it will not be long to have something where you're just Popping it on your kitchen table, and you just find out what you need to do. You're, you're cooking something in the kitchen, and your, you know, your cupboard wall is your computer screen. You know, what I mean, it's endless the opportunities are. Um, I think another big thing this year is, is content is still going to be crucial, and even more crucial. So it is because people are investing. The big companies are investing millions and millions in content and ideas of creating unique content and creating content that. Your customers are going to want to engage with and share and things like that. There, I mean, it's a challenge, 
But for me, I still think content's going to be the biggest thing in 2015. And that kind of leads nicely into the next question. I mean, what advice would you give businesses seeking to engage more with their customers online? I mean, you're you're talking about content. Obviously, they need to think about more of ways that they can create engaging content, engaging being the key word there. Yeah, yeah. engaging definitely is the key word, Wayne. I mean, content is, you know, essentially it's only as good as what it's written on what what your customers are taking from it. So you want to steer away from the constant sell message particularly in social media channels, you know, people don't go on Facebook to be bombarded with sales messages. They go on Facebook to have to chat with their friends, to be nosy, to see what people are at. So they want to interact with brands in the same way there. And with Facebook constantly updating their algorithms as well, that makes it more challenging for a business. But you, you want to give your customers the information they want. And um, One of the big things is, you know, finding out where your customers are, you know, finding out the channels they use, asking questions, finding out the information they need. And provide that information. You know, you don't constantly have to talk about your product, your brand, me, 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 me. You know, get out there and start to talk a bit about the industry and provide stuff that people want to, you know, information that people want to read about, videos that people want to watch, infographics that people want to take a look at, and really become a go-to place or a bit of an authority within your industry that people know. Yeah, I want to, you know, I want to check out these guys and they like great stuff. I want to sign up to their email newsletter. Because the information I get through on a monthly basis is great. And don't shy away. You know, one of the biggest things for businesses engaging with customers, particularly in social media channels, is a bad bit of publicity. And all of a sudden, people are like, oh, God, I need to delete that, block that. I don't want anything to do that. Don't shy away from things like that there because engagement there can be great as well. Showing people how you deal with a bad situation online, you know, can turn a bad, can, can turn a customer going to leave you until a customer will stay with you. I can turn a really bad situation into a really good situation. So, I mean, the thing, you know, the, my advice would be ask questions of your customers, give them the answers that they need, and don't shy away from any conflict online. I think those are great pieces of advice. I mean, I think more and more businesses are going to look, have to start looking for more creative ways to engage with their customers online. And as you say, it's not all about going online, telling how wonderful your business or your products are. Um, it's about finding alternative, creative ways to engage with that customer. So I yeah, think you've said... Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things we did this year is, is we um, made a play up Expedia. And uh, what we did for them is, is, you know, we sort of took a wee trip around Ireland and went out and explored Ireland. And we're providing information about Ireland to people. So it's not about, here's Expedia, how great are we? It's like, here's such and such in Donegal. This place is amazing. Great ways for surfing and things they got there. And giving people information and content that they want to read. You know, the sale is a, it's an after point for something like that. You want to give, you want to give customers good information that they can take away and, and, and actually get something from. That's a great. That's a great example of, of 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 how you've been able, I suppose, create some content there in relation to that plant. In one of your recent blog posts, you talked about the true cost of link building. Um, you know, this is an area that I'm particularly interested in right now. Can you share with our listeners why link building, you know, some of those SMEs that might be listening into this podcast, why link building is so important and some of the key takeaways for them to consider? Yeah, well, I mean, I think that the biggest thing is, and, and the reason I sort of created the article was, it's almost undervalued the amount of work that goes in to generating links. And when I say links, I mean quality links. You know, usually you could go out and have a hundred a thousand links pointing to your site in, in no time, you know, in a day, and you'd be in the first page of Google. A lot of SMEs in particular probably dealt with 
you know, SEOs in the past who were like that, and they were just pretty much, yeah, a thousand pound and you'll get to the first page in Google or no sweat. And yeah. Yeah. that mentality still sort of exists for certain people, and it's trying to now get, you know, get the mindset changed from, well, no, you, you, don't, you don't want to be doing that no more. You do that, though, you're going to end up in hip with a penalty at some stage, and you're, you're just going to lose all your visibility on Google. Um, so, I mean, the biggest thing for from my point of view, from link building, is really the research. You know, you're, you know what your site, you know what what you're selling, what you're offering online, you know what you want to rank for. So you need to go out there and try and find, you know, bloggers, websites, people that you can work with and start to, to build a relationship. And the relationship is the big thing here. When you want to build a relationship with someone, generally a link can take time. You know, it doesn't just take one email and there you go. You know, it takes time to, to sort of chat to people to find out what they're writing about, you know, spend a couple of weeks reading their blogs, spend a bit of time engaging with them on Twitter, um, and, and, and really sort of look at them and think, yes, this, this is someone I want to work with, this will bring great value to my site. You know, the big thing now is quality, you know, quality all the way versus quantity. Give me one really good link from a, from a reputable blogger that I've built up a relationship with that I can, can work with on an ongoing basis over 10 links from a you know, a site that has a very low page rank that has absolutely no trust or domain authority with it. You know, give me one quality link over ten of those any day. Um, and if you're still as an SME trying to just generate links from any site, you know, just from any site, you're doing it the wrong way. You know, you need to start getting out there and, and, and building a relationship with with bloggers in particular because you know, bloggers particularly um, you know pick industries like you know the beauty industry and the fashion industry. You know, there's bloggers there that have become a brand in themselves you know, with their YouTube channels and their Instagram followers and things like that. And even the relationships with some of those bloggers, you know, not only are you potentially generating some great link value for your site, but some great brand value for your, you know, for your brand, for your product, to be working with those bloggers who you know, have millions of followers. So it really is taking the time to research who you're going to target, taking the time to build a relationship, and taking the time to craft content as well that people are going to want to link to. It's, it's not always about going and finding the link. You know, link building is, is also evolving and that, you, know, you need to start adding links. So you need to think about your content as well in such a way to create something unique and something quirky that nobody's done before and start to promote it and push it out there and have people link into it as well. So, I mean, you know, uh, as, as, a, as a sort of sector within digital marketing, link building is... Is evolving, it's changing, and Google continue to raise the bar. Um, for me, raise the bar in a good way. Uh, it makes it more challenging, but, but it means that those who put in the work and do it right will, in the long term, get rewarded. And this is stuff that small, medium enterprises need to be very, very aware of. And that's you know the, the whole point of working with you know organisations such as the Tomorrow Lab. I mean, you guys are doing this stuff on a regular basis for your clients. I mean, how can people? Find out a bit more about what you guys do down there. Uh, well, the first thing would be you, know, you can visit our site, and, and you know you'll find out a lot about us there. You'll find out who we work with, and we have some great blogs that you know give people a bit of an insight into what they need to be doing and things like that. You know, come along to some of our talks. You know, grab a coffee. You know, you know we have no problem going out and, and having a chat to the small companies, and you know, sort of pointing them in the right direction. We, we do web audits and things like that. that Give people a bit of a pointer into like here's what you need to be doing. You know, from our point of view, it's, it's really about educating people so that you can take ownership of your own site. You know, 
that you can be responsible for promoting it online, you can be responsible for doing all this. There's no one knows your site and your product better than yourself. You can create the content. You can build the relationships. And, and you know, for most of the time when we talk to people, it's, it's seeing sort of what we can do and, and also what the potential client can do. And the more a client can, can get involved with, you know, the better. And, and, and those are the, the projects and the websites that tend to really, you know, go places whenever whenever clients can they get involved and see how everything's done. Um, so, yeah, for me, when SME in particular, if you have a real interest in, in sort of making it online and starting to, to grow your business online, it is about getting out there, you know, talking to, to, to companies like ourselves, maybe to a company, you know, closer to you, having a chat and seeing, you know, what it is you need to be doing, and then starting to, you know, read things online and, and try things out yourself. I noticed that you guys are hiring again. Um, you're looking for a, a digital marketing executive. Um, you know, how, if we have listeners who are listening in, um, who potentially are interested in that, how can they find out about that? Yeah, well, um, again, if you go to our, to our website, um, you'll see it there uh, with, with sort of a, a bit of a snapshot of what it is we're looking for. Um, and it is a perfect opportunity for someone who is looking to get introduced to the world of digital marketing, somebody with a bit of a bit of experience in, in what is involved and what is needed. But I mean, for me, you know, I came on board with the Tomorrow app two years ago, and you know, the two years here have learned the most I've ever learned in my life. Um, it, it is a really forward-thinking company. The, the, the digital and web team here are fantastic. Um, you know, getting to work with someone like Barry Adams, you know, I mean, there's a wealth of knowledge to share. It's um, you know, for anyone who, who is interested in, 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 in a career in digital marketing or interested in a change and, and something new and something different, you know, pop along to our site, take a look at what's needed, send us your CD across. Um, the, the, the job shuts next Friday, the, the, the 13th, so as they say, it's unlucky for some Friday the 13th, but, you know, be, be, hopefully it'll be, be a lucky day for us because I'm sure we'll get some some great uh, candidates out there because, as I said at the start, the the knowledge in Northern Ireland is, is, is greatly improving in terms of digital marketing and there's so many people now looking to get into this industry and so many people and companies and so many companies that are doing great stuff within this industry and really putting Belfast on the map and Northern Ireland as a whole on the map but as an area of expertise for digital marketing. And it's all about getting your foot in the door. Look now, give us the give us the give us the, give us the website address. Give us the, the listeners the website address, the Twitter account. How can people can find out that you know where you guys are online? Yeah, um, well, if you just search the Tomorrow Lab on Google, um, if we don't come up first, we're doing something wrong. But uh, you'll find the find us at thetomorrowlab.com, um, and you know Twitter we are the, at the Tomorrow Lab. Um, and in terms of, I mean, we have Facebook channels and things like that, but. but you know, we, we practice what we preach and we find that one social media channel works really well for us and that's Twitter. So we'll find most of our stuff on Twitter, um, including the links to the links to the job. And um, you'll also find us on LinkedIn uh, and again there'll be links to the job there. But I mean you'll find out everything you need to know about the company by visiting the website, um, the tomorrowlab.com. And we plug I suppose from our own blog as anyone who is an interest in, in food and travel, you know, take a look at Pickalily, that's P-I-K-A-L-I-L-Y, Pickalily.com, and we have um, a few recipes up there, and myself and my wife share our travel experiences, share, give reviews of restaurants and things like that there, so it's been a bit quiet the past month or two because we get married over Christmas, but expect a busy February and March because we have a lot of stuff to share. 
congratulations on 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 getting married. I, I did I did actually notice that. Did I notice it on Twitter? I'm not sure where I noticed that somebody mentioned it. But uh, congratulations once again. Um, tell me this: if people want to connect with you on social media, obviously you've mentioned the blog. What about Twitter? Yeah, um, I'm just at Niall Toner on Twitter. So that's one L. One of the many few people I think with one L. So at at Niall Toner, um, and that's you know. You hear me talking a bit on Twitter about digital marketing and the vast majority of the time is ranting about referees and footballers and Liverpool and things like that there. So uh, so expect a lot of sports, a lot of football, a bit of digital marketing, food and, and travel online. So yeah, you can follow me on that now, Toner. Um, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn, you may shout on Facebook, those are those are the three main channels that I use. Um uh, yeah, um, Piccalilli is at Piccalilli Food on Twitter. You know, we do quite a bit there and we do videos on Instagram, so you'll find us at Piccalilli Food on Instagram. So, um, yeah, that's, that's where you'll find me hang out online. Brilliant. Now, look, that, that has been so useful. I mean, you've added an incredible amount of value there, actually from two points. You know, you've added it from the, 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 the student or the graduate maybe looking to get a career into digital. You've also added an incredible amount of value for those SMEs out there in Northern Ireland that are thinking about link building, that are thinking about things that they need to do online. I would encourage anybody who's listening to this podcast who wants to know more about the Tomorrow Lab and what Nile does, please do reach out and connect So there you have it, folks. Another great insight to the world of digital marketing. And I don't know about you, but if I was starting my career in digital marketing today, that information would be really, really useful. I mean, how to develop a career in digital marketing. I mean, why blogging is so important, why education is so important, not just within digital, but within all aspects of your career. And we've heard it from previous guests over the past couple of episodes. They've always said that education is key and you need to continue to educate yourself even beyond your days of university. It was also interesting to hear Niall's thoughts for businesses actually looking to get more from their digital marketing efforts, why they should think about a content strategy. Obviously, content is key now when it comes to digital marketing. There is an awful lot of content out there. It's particularly difficult to cut through the noise. Um, Social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, these sorts of platforms are now becoming incredibly crowded. So what do businesses do? I mean, it's all about creating engaging content which is going to engage with your audience. So you need to think about that from a business perspective. It was also very, very interesting to hear about what channels your audience is on. And that's something which many people don't think about. You know, they're they're spreading themselves really thin across all digital marketing platforms, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or Vine or Instagram or LinkedIn. And they're doing a little bit on all of them. But why not look at where your audience actually is and invest all your effort into the channel which your audience is on. That was some really, really great advice and value which Niall has added to our listeners on the Zero Lives Left podcast. I would encourage you to check out the website of the Tomorrow Lab. Also connect with Niall on Twitter um, and check out his food blog. Makes for very, very interesting reading. Okay, folks, that's it. That's us for another episode of the Zero Lives Left podcast. Thank you once again for you guys tuning in. It's been an honour to have your listening ears um, please do make sure you rate and review this podcast that's really really important when it comes to the visibility of this podcast in itunes we're going to have another episode coming at you very very soon so stick around and i'll see you very very soon on the zero lives left podcast Today.
Thanks for listening to the Zero Lives Left podcast with Wayne Denner. Make sure to check out Wayne's new book, The Student's Guide to an Epic Online Reputation, available from WayneDenner.com and follow him on Twitter at Wayne Denner. Tune in next time.